Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest sports columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't. ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interview. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interview. On 92.9 FM, ESPN. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly As soon as it drops We're on a rampage Bubbles popping up Before you know where There's rubble and dust Cause we'll be pushing it up Somebody say You I want to start with breaking news. I don't want to get lost. Don't want to get lost in what we're about to talk about for much of the two hours here. Jaron Jackson Jr., according to Drew Hill has stories up at the Daily Memphian. Jaron Jackson Jr. named finalist for the NBA Social Justice Champion Award. NBA announced Monday that Memphis Grizzlies forward Jaron Jackson Jr. is one of five finalists for the 2022-23 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Champion Award, along with Steph Curry, Trey Jones, Chris Paul, and Grant Williams. <laughs> Five finalists represent the year's most impactful social justice advocates who are continuing NBA players' decades-long tradition of activism. The annual award recognizes a current NBA player for pursuing social justice and advancing Abdul-Jabbar's life mission to engage, empower, and drive equality for individuals and groups who have been historically marginalized or systemically disadvantaged. Listen to this. Listen to this stuff, man. Just, Just so we don't get too caught up in everything else. Let's focus briefly on this. Uh, they're listing all the stuff he did. Jaron Jackson provided classroom essentials for teachers at Winchester Elementary School to prepare for the upcoming school year and delivered the resources in person to thank the teachers directly for their hard work. To support women's empowerment, Jackson provided tickets to local women-led organizations during Women's History Month and sponsored organizations to attend the University of Memphis women's basketball team's final game, covering the cost of tickets, transportation, and food and beverage for all attendees. Committed $7,500 to assist 13 families in eliminating their overdue housing and utility bills, working closely with MLGW and MIFA. Donated $50,000 through his much-required campaign to help support local youth-serving nonprofits, Arrow Creative, Light Memphis, Man Up Teacher Fellowship. Uh, had a PSA to inform eligible voters that every election matters, every vote matters, Every voter matters, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I was on the early show this morning, and in the midst of everything else, I tried to point out that there are a lot of good people in this organization and players doing incredible things. Jaron is, is, is at the top of that list, but there are others, Desmond Bain, Tyus Jones, Stephen Adams, honestly, the Grizzlies Foundation, um, which does incredible work. And so as we talk about what we're about to talk about for much of this two hours, congratulations uh, to Jaron, and I um, hope he wins the damn thing. Amen. Because uh, it also includes a $100,000 donation to... Yeah, it's fantastic. Yes. It, it's just fantastic. Um, so, um, okay, Jeffrey, how's your weekend? Uh, you know, Jeff, like, you know, like any other ones, um, it, it felt like it was uh, a nice, somewhat 
slow, you know, enjoyable weekend, and then yesterday morning happens. Was it a slow weekend in the yesterday And how did you discover it yesterday morning? So one of my buddies uh, in a group chat sent it at like, I don't know, maybe 6.30, 7 a.m. He has young kids, so clearly he was, <laughs> right. he was up. And I was actually headed to go play golf. And then I, I looked down at it and I was like, I'll deal with this. I'll deal with this after. You just, you yeah. just can't. It, so I had an interesting weekend. I was on a, uh, the Major Taylor Bike Group is a, uh, it's a tremendous bike group in, this, uh, in the city. And I was uh, on a long bike ride Saturday morning with, I don't know what to call her, dates to, 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 uh, informal, not a fiance, but anyway, friend is a little like, what does that mean? Right. Are you trying to say girlfriend? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm 61. Right. Anyway. So with Claire, I was with Claire. We've mentioned Claire on the show before. Anyway, we were at mile like partner. I don't know. 36 and she wipes out. Oh boy. Going 20 miles an hour. Yikes. And on asphalt. Yes, it's like, and so then you're at the side of the road, and this is the problem with bicycles. Like, they're great until you have that crash. Yeah. And so she's bleeding from her head. Oh, God. And then she starts convulsing. And you're like, this is not a nightmare. And you're like, honestly, like, my dad died falling down the stairs, hitting his head, and then having a brain bleed at the bottom of the stairs. That's how he died. And so you're like on the side of the road thinking, oh, my God. And the people from the Major Taylor Group were great. And the people who, people stopped. And then the ambulance came. Shout out to EMTs everywhere. And she's fine. (laughs) She's fine. People call her champ now. They call her champ. because. And I will say, like walking through Target to pick up the, uh, the meds and the muscle relaxer and everything else, they don't look at me very – they look at me like like I'm a war criminal right. because her face is all battered. Like right. she landed on her face. We know what you did. Right. That's what it's – that's truly it. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Sir, no bike ride. B- we b- we b- went bike to ride. Baptist East. The folks at Baptist East were really nice. One of the EMTs said, are you Jeff Calkins? He said, I listen to the show every morning. Shout out to Tim from the Bartlett. Tim from the Bartlett EMTs. Uh, and and – uh, Anyway, I'm dealing with all of that. And then you wake up Sunday morning and um, you wake up Sunday morning and you just can't get your mind around this. He did what? On, like, what? And there is simply no rational explanation. There was no rational explanation the first time. Right, the the first time, uh, you you uh, you you go on Insta Live from a strip joint. I was going to ask, what are we defining as the first time? Yeah, that's true. But the first one in yes, in in this category of things, and then you've been suspended for eight games. You have lost, and I think most people believe that. Had it not been for the earlier suspension, he would have been on an all-NBA team. And so, therefore, it cost him $40 million. You have to scurry around and have this carefully scripted ESPN interview, damage control, all this damage control, the apology. I feel sick for my parents, he said. I feel sick. They don't deserve this. It's not who I am. And uh, going off to Florida, therapy, Reiki, meditation, breathing exercises. You then get the confirmation this past week that you did miss out on the $40 million. I'll be on back on top soon. You had the end of the the season media availability where he talked so proudly about the fact that there's no jot in the blogs. And then you wake up on a Mother's Day that felt like Groundhog Day and... He did it again. He went on Insta with a gun. At least this time it wasn't from his account. 
progress, not perfection? Is that the uh, is that the deal? I mean, you, you can say at least he learned. In the next segment, we'll take your calls on this. We're going to talk a little bit about it uh, beforehand. The level of recklessness, self-destructiveness, stupidity, whatever else, is almost impossible to fathom. And we will talk about that in a moment. Before that, I do want to address what a lot of people have pointed out, which is true, but also limited in the value of that truth, which is you're allowed to have a gun in this country. You're particularly allowed to have a gun in this state. You don't need a license. You don't need license to carry. You can just have a gun. And so not only did he do nothing illegal, we believe, compared to what certain legislators do in this state when they pose with their whole family with guns for Christmas cards? It is impossible not to note the hypocrisy there and the double standard there. It is, and, 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 it, that, and, it, and that is 100% true. There is hypocrisy and there is a double standard in terms of the level of outrage between one and the other. One is celebrated. Hey, I got my guns. One is a reason to be elected. Hey, look, I have Christmas cards with guns. One is a reason to uh, 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 contribute to a political cause. They're going to not pry my gun, take my gun, screw you. And one is literally a fleeting video where you have to watch it 10 times, slow it down, and look at the still in order to see the gun. Like, one, the gun is flaunted. The other, the gun is, what was, was that a gun? Are we sure? What, what, what is that? Is that possibly? A, and, 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 and some are celebrated and the other guy's going to be suspended for however long has already been suspended and may be suspended at the start of the next season. What's wrong with this picture? I understand why some of you are asking that. And indeed, at a large, big picture, I ask that. I think the Christmas cards with guns are insanity, a fetish sizing of guns. It's lunacy. It's crazy. All of that is true. It is also true that the reason Ja can't have a gun on Instagram is because his employer doesn't want to have him a gun on Instagram. It's not about whether you did anything criminally wrong or anything else. It's about you knowing the rules, you knowing what just got cost you 40 million bucks, you sitting down with the boss, Adam Silver, and saying you have changed, and then you doing the same thing again. It is portraying an image that the NBA does not want you to portray. Simple as that. It's not about it's not about the the uh, you know, you're you're gonna be prosecuted for a gun violation here doesn't appear. It's colossal stupidity and recklessness. It's not illegal. And that is true. But people wonder, like, could he really be facing a suspension for this? Well, we had Adrian Rojanowski yesterday talking about this very topic on ESPN. Here's Adrian. What are the things that you can tell our audience that we don't yet know? Uh, Greeny, uh, John Morant is facing the very real possibility uh, of a suspension, a lengthy suspension, uh, to start next season after this latest incident with he uh, and an apparent firearm uh, in his possession. This is twice in two months now. The league suspended him for eight games, really two of them. Uh, retroactive to really just two games earlier this season. Uh, I sense already today that Adam Silver is going to feel increasing pressure uh, from other teams in the league who see this as much as as it impacts the Grizzlies, that it impacts them and their ability to market their players and their teams. There was a sense uh, with that eight-game suspension earlier and and during last season that Adam Silver showed some restraint uh, in that edict with John Morant, took him uh, at his word that he would make better decisions. They met in league, the league headquarters. Now, 
The league's investigating. They're still going now to make sure that this was a legitimate video, that it wasn't doctored in some way. Uh, but I think there is a real, real possibility if that is what it appeared to be a weapon in John Morant's hand, he again is going to likely face a significant suspension to start next season. Uh, the, the commissioner has pretty wide-ranging latitude uh, in terms of best interests of the league, contract conduct detrimental to the NBA, mm -hmm. to suspend uh, John Morant without pay uh, for a significant period to start the season. What do you, Jeffrey, get the sense that, um, that he would be suspended for? And what do you think he was suspended for last time? I think it's still contract detrimental to the league, right? Because it's funny if you are. If what if it was a uh, what if Job Morant had been duck hunting uh, for charity uh, and had been seen with a gun? Like, is it what is conduct detrimental? I, I think it is a very clearly. It's not the way the league wants to be represented. Right? And yeah, that's why it I is conduct that, detrimental to the league. I think the problem is it's not necessarily having a gun. It's, okay, you went into a club where there's innocent people Okay, around. but now he wasn't. Now he's in a car with a gun. What would he be suspended for? In a state where it's very – like there at least there was – I don't think they ever found him. They never found that he was on an NBA trip with the gun. Yeah. They never found no, I think that's that why he like, – there, no, there were no criminal charges. Yeah. So in the end – they last that last suspension was for a murky. Eh, we, this is a bad look, right? Yeah. And this suspension would similarly be for this is a bad look. I do wonder, and I was talking to uh, some folks who, who who know how leagues work last night, and the question is, at some point, like John went along with that last suspension, right? I'm not sure he had any choice, but like let's let's just go. Where, yeah, I'm gonna say I'm I'm gonna f yeah. fall on my sword. I'll say I'll be better. You say you suspended me. Yeah. All is good. Let's say he they try want to suspend him for a third of the season this next time. Will the union go along with it or push back? I suspect that they'll try. You know what I mean? Push like, back because it's yeah. it's different. If you put, they didn't push back against the first suspension. No one pushed back. Correct. I suspect that they will try, but the other aspect of this that I feel like gets left out. I mean. How many other NBA players are we seeing going live on the it? level of the level of stupid? I'm not questioning yeah. the level of stupidity here. Like, and in fact, that that video we saw last week of him in the club. Yeah. In the end, nothing wrong with being in a club. Yeah. But it's it's what you said then. You can, if you want, choose to party in private. Yes. You can. Like, you can just choose to party without going Instagram live. Yeah. Why not do that? Yeah. That's what every other NBA player does. Yes. Like, why the damn compulsion to do this? And it does get back to, like, is John, and I don't think we can know the answer to this. Sure. Is he flipping off the league? Is this, is he truly, like, having struggles? Like, is this a sign of, Real, real mental challenges. You know, like is it is it? How are you supposed to think of it? Very clearly, going to Florida for four days or however long it was is not how you change, make profound changes in your life. Right. And anyone, and we said that at the time, anyone who has ever seen people struggle with whatever their issues are, uh, but whether addiction issues or anything. It's not go through the, 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 the counseling car wash yes. and you come out the other side yeah. and you're fine, no, even if you PR make a strategy. big show of it. Yes. That's a PR strategy. Yes. And the hope was that he had implemented this on an ongoing basis. That's what he said, mm -hmm. right? He's got implemented this on an ongoing basis. Um, but very clearly, he doesn't want to lead the life that, that you and I would like where he has a security guy who carries the gun instead of him carrying yeah. the gun where he has people around him. He wants it to be, he, it, it wants it to be him and Devonte pack hanging out just like they did when they were 17. Yeah. That's what he wants. And that's why he is there. And by the way, Devonte pack was absolutely, he was there for the Indiana incident. Uh, and, uh, 
and, and, and they may well have had a gun in the car. And then he was banned from FedEx Forum. Mm-hmm. He was there at the Denver incident. And not only was he there Saturday, it was on his Insta Live. Yes. Now, you, you can... You can also make the point that even he knew, like, he's trying to put the phone down. Like, even he knew, like, oh. As fast as he could, he put the yes. phone down. I still think it's, I think we're trying to overthink this. It's a guy in his 20s that is obsessed with a musician. Like, I think back, like, when I was in college and we were, you know, we still had dreams of we were going to be in a band and make it big. Like, I loved Tom DeLonge. Like, I got his guitar. Like, I would, you know, mimic his issues. You know, you see, there was, I had a friend who was obsessed with Bob Dylan. His entire image was making himself. So this is what? Like, he is clearly obsessed with this guy, Young Boy NBA or NBA Young Boy. It seems like his name's been flipped around multiple times. And, like, every time you see it, it's to his music. It's, he's a big gun guy. Like, I think that it's literally just mimicking uh, mimicking an idol. Um, it's a, uh, it's, it's it, you just find yourself thinking what in the world, what in the world is going to come of this? Um, all right. We did have some other reaction. Uh, well, first of all, I want to point out that there is a silver lining here and the silver lining is this morning. On uh, on the morning show, I was able to teach the country how to say the word Memphian because this I was they invited me yesterday to come on and talk about the local perspective and how Memphians feel about they didn't use that word about job the local perspective and so when Freddie introduced me, he kind of stumbled over this word that we how we describe ourselves here he is. Let's bring in Jeff Calkins. Does a great job as a host of the Jeff Calkins Show on 92.9 ESPN in Memphis. Also a columnist with the Daily Memphian. Hit him Ooh. on Twitter, Jeff underscore Calkins. So I, I, I didn't want to correct him. That'd be rude. Correct. I'm a guest, right? I'm a guest. Freddie's a legend. And who, who among us can look at that word and know exactly how to say it the first time, right? So, uh, Bud Adams didn't. I've Yeah, Bud Adams <laughs> made the mistake. Memphonites. Memphonites. So... I just tried to very subtly, they asked me how people in Memphis are job. feeling. Listen, listen to how I slid this in here. I would say the feeling here, and I can't speak for every Memphian, but I think the feeling here is disappointment. So it's commas, right? In between the commas. Just, and then listen to Freddie. Freddie picks up what I'm putting down. Listen, listen, listen to how they signed me off. Well, mm-hmm. raised up by Jeff Calkins, the host of the Jeff Calkins Show on 92.9 ESPN in Memphis. Also a columnist of the Daily Memphian. Hey, Jeff. Hit Look at that. Up. Look at that. Look at that. People helping people. People helping people. Hey, we just got the guy to just got to get the word out. So, uh, literally, you, just have to get the word out. <laughs> you just have to get the word out. Everyone's piling on Ja. I don't even know if it's piling on. Appropriately criticizing Ja. Here's Tim McMahon on uh, Hoops Collective on podcast. On the Hoops Collective podcast. With the elite point guards in the league, you know, like a certain guy in Memphis, maybe. John no, there's not. No, there's no. Listen, who would you rather have right now, Jalen Brunson or John Moran? I was it's trying to tee you up. I would. It's not I even would rather a contest. Have, I would rather have Jalen Brunson. Point guard is a position for adults. You cannot be led by a child and have a chance to win when it matters in the NBA. Your point guard cannot require a babysitter. That's tough. And then, evidently, Michael Wilbon? Yes. Laying so, down the law? He says his son is not allowed to wear John Morant's signature shoes. Yeah, he said in this household, our money's not going to that. Our money is not going towards that. Uh, Jeffrey, what happens? I mean, I think he's going to be suspended because the thing that I paid attention to that Woj was saying was other teams around the league. Whenever it's other teams around the league, I take that to mean other owners around the league (laughs) are saying, this is going to hurt our bank account. And that's what we're, and in the end, like, that's that's where action will be taken. Yeah, listen. I can make a, and I believe 
that there is a double standard in terms of how people feel about people carrying guns in this country. Um, what you see is, in those Christmas cards from state legislators, people uh, winning votes and influencing people by being armed to the teeth. Yeah. It's a prop. NBA owners are trying to sell to a largely white audience, and they don't want to have their players with guns because that's a different look, quote-unquote. I, I, it is absolutely a double standard. It's their league, and they don't want their league represented that way. And if they don't want their league represented that way, he may well be, uh, he may well be um, suspended for the start of the year. I am in, I'm anxious to hear it. Uh, yes, when they're doing an investigation, I think it'll just be into the authenticity of all Correct. Of that, right? Um, and so was, is it real? What, you know, what, what did we Can see? You prove Can this, we prove yeah. it? All that stuff. There then will be like, they don't hand down edicts. They also, they do talk to the union. They, all of that, it will go into this. I don't think it hurts the Grizzlies though. If, I mean, you've made, you've made this point before that it helps the Grizzlies if the league handles the discipline. Yes. Right. It, it helps take away the friction between, because there's still a larger question. Like the Grizzlies are still in the position. They need John Morant. And they need John Morant to be a really good player. I was, it's, it was interesting because you already start to hear this stuff about, um, and I did on the way in. They're talking about, well, should the Grizzlies be better off trading John Morant? You already start hearing that stuff, right? And then the other thing you hear is Keyshawn said, like about getting him to L.A. or somewhere. He said, we're going to clean him up and get his mind right. E- everyone wants to take John Morant off your hands. Right. <laughs> Because like, he's an extraordinary he's, basketball player. And you get him for pennies on the dollar. And you get him for pennies on the dollar. And like, yeah, we'll, we'll take your John Morant, and we'll, we'll put security guards around him, and uh, we won't ever hear another moment about this. And so you will start to hear that. I am firmly of the view that there is no circumstance under which the Grizzlies are better as a basketball team with some other collection of players or assets than with a fully functioning engaged John Morant. Completely agree. And so the question is, is whether you ever think you will get that John Morant, right? And, but if, if you're not, why, why settle for some kind of crap mediocrity? You tell me what you could get for John Morant that would really make the Grizzlies into what they should be over the next five years, three years with John Morant, which is a legitimate championship contender you can't no it's hard enough it was hard enough to find him <laughs> it's hard enough to find him and how deeply bitterly hard was it to take that last year was the four-year anniversary on the button of elliot perry getting the number th- elliot perry doing good work for the city gets up there on stage nails the number two pick and four years later this news breaks. I suspect there will be a suspension, and I suspect he will come back and play for the Grizzlies, and I hope it goes well. But for the longest time, what we said was, we took all those other incidents, the incidents in the mall, the incident at Houston High School, the incident at his house last summer, and we drew a line. And we said, well, all those incidents were before Denver, before the, the, the resetting of expectations. And so we're going to put them in the, oh, well, we didn't know it was a real problem. Ja hadn't changed yet category. We just hope that there's nothing post-Denver. As long as there's nothing post-Denver, we're okay. Now there has been something post-Denver. And so it makes it a lot harder to be optimistic about Ja changing. I was talking to Drew about this yesterday, Drew Hill at the Daily Memphian. And he said he just never thought Ja took it that seriously. Said what he had to say. But you did see it when he'd push back on lots of things, right, on, on his role in other incidents around the city. And I don't know. Does Nike drop him? I mean, does Nike pause him. I mean, at the minimum, 
I don't think Ravel's tweet from yesterday came out of nowhere, and Ravel said he expects that it'll be paused. He expect, he expect I believe that Powerade has already paused it. We never even talked about Hulu. I'm pretty sure Hulu had paused it. All right, we'll take your calls. Uh, Chris Harrington's going to join the show straight up at 10 o'clock. We'll talk to him about this. And, by the way, there were games over the weekend. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. And uh, there's other news, too. Kendrick, uh, how about Kendrick Davis getting invited to the NBA Combine? That's awesome. But we'll take your calls coming up next. Phone number is 445 445-0929. Your thoughts on the latest from John Morant. Is it uh, the last straw? Is it overblown? Is it where where do you come down on all of this? Are you optimistic? Are you frustrated? I this morning was asked how Memphis is feeling, and uh, it's possible for me to say I'm just one Memphian, uh, and so you can tell me now how is Memphis feeling. In the meantime, I will tell you if you're selling your house, you would be silly not to call Josh Heisaw. Uh, Josh Heisaw at four six one eight one four seven four six one eight one four seven. So confident that he can sell your house that. If 45, if you don't sell your house within 45 days of when he lists it, he will either buy the house himself or he'll take over the payments until it sells. So in this, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, rates are high. What's the market going to be like? What happens if I'm stuck with this house for six months? Say you want to buy another house uh, in the area and you don't want to have two, get peace of mind knowing that if it doesn't sell within 45 days, Josh Heisel will either buy your house or uh, take over the payments himself. Again, the phone number is 901-461-8147. JoshHeisa.com and start packing. We'll talk to you all next. If you need to sell your home, there's only one thing to do. Call Josh, H-I-S-A-W. Go to JoshHeisa.com. Just a quick we'll back you up. One of the hottest teams in baseball that no one is talking about is the Detroit Tigers. Yes, the Detroit Tigers, the worst team in baseball the past few years, is now playing baseball at a 700 winning clip in their last 10 games. They are 7-2 and on the run line, 2 in their last 9, meaning this team is winning and generally winning pretty big. The Tigers are second place in the AL Central, so watch this trend moving forward. I'm Trista Crick, helping you beat the book. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, Brad. I thought you had a date tonight. Hey, Mom. She just left. Using my phone for a Wi-Fi hotspot backfired again. I keep telling you to get Xfinity. What happened? Well, everything was great until the movie started buffering. Then she started asking questions like, why are you using bedsheets for curtains? Why is this hamster cage so dirty? Where is your hamster? Oh, honey, it might be time for real Wi-Fi. Yeah. In the meantime, can I come use the Wi-Fi at your place? Sorry, baby. Date night's still on for one of us. It's time for real home internet. Get fast home internet on the Xfinity 10G network. The future starts now. New customers can get 75 megabit Xfinity internet and one line of unlimited intro for just $50 a month for 12 months. Now through June 21st. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G to learn more. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Taxes and fees extra. After promo, regular rates apply to internet service and devices. Actual speeds vary. Xfinity mobile requires Xfinity internet service. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of data usage. Data thresholds may vary. You've got a leaky flat or metal roof on your commercial building and they're saying you need a new roof? No, no, no. Just call Joe. Joe Stallmaker, that is. 901 Waterproofing and Roof Coatings. They can restore your existing roof with a quality coating system and can save you up to 70%. The roof coating systems extend the life of your roof and come with a 5 to 15 year leak-free warranty so you get the benefits of a new roof without the huge expense. So call Joe Stallmaker today, 901-287-1923 or visit 901waterproofing.com. Saturday, May 20th. 
is Family Day when the Maulers go head-to-head with your showboats. We can't wait to have you for the USFL. So bring the whole family to Simmons Bank Liberty Stadium to meet the mascot and get a free foam football while supplies last. Touchdown, J.J. Wilson! Fantastic seats get you right next to the action for just $10. And the showboats chug right back into this game. Buy your tickets today at theusfl.com. Frame Corner, Memphis's premier in framing, has a special for spring sale. 50% off tabletop photo frames and ready-made art frames. Get $25 off your custom framing when you spend $150 if you mention this ad. Get the framing those diplomas, sports memorabilia, fine art, and limited edition prints. Visit Frame Corner at 5035 Park Avenue in Memphis or online at framecornermemphis.com. That's framecornermemphis.com. Turn a loss into a win with BetMGM, official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Place a one-game parlay wager with at least four legs on any MLB game. If all legs of the parlay hit but one, you'll get your stake back in bonus bets up to $25. Just log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the one-game parlay insurance promotion to receive up to $25 back in bonus bets If your parlay with four legs or more loses by just one leg, only at BetMGM, the best place to bet on baseball. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions, 21 years of age or older to wager. Tennessee only, new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire seven days from issuance. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line, 1-800-889-889. 9789. Finding great people to hire can be like trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Their powerful matching technology delivers so many qualified candidates, it's like finding a needle in a needle stack. In fact, four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. For less hay and more needles, head to ZipRecruiter. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. At ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. How do you know I have three sons? You know where my three sons and I all go for our dentist needs? Of course we go see Dr. Matty Sadegi. Of course we do. We have been for years. Visiting the Smile Center makes going to the dentist actually a pleasure. Teeth well taken care of for, and it is a delight to go see him. He and his clinical staff have all been vaccinated. You can go see him for yourself. Just call 309-1333 309-133 located 1941 South Germantown Road in Germantown near Saddle Creek. Visit SmileCenterMemphis.com We're talking with Justin Wynn, the GM of Red River Ford Toyota in Wynn. Good morning, Justin. Hey, Dennis. It's good to be here. I'm glad to be on Memphis Radio. I tell you, we've got a lot of good things going on. For the last couple years, you've seen dealers battle the shortage of new car inventory. You've seen prices on new cars going up. Well, those days are coming in. We've been able to build a supply of new car inventory sitting here on the lot. So you're actually able to come by, look at vehicles, drive vehicles, push the button, smell that new car smell. I've got plenty of new Toyotas sitting here in stock. I've got new Fords sitting here in stock. I have access to over 700 quality pre-owned vehicles. So if you don't see something that's going to fit your needs and wants, please let us know. More than likely, we have that at one of our other locations. I'll deliver it straight to your driveway, just like I will with any vehicle purchase. There's no need to cross the river and come over, but you do need to give us a call. 870-238-7770. And of course, we're always open at RedRiverFordToyota.com. Jeff's guests appear on the Service Master by Cornerstone phone lines. The experts when it comes to disaster cleanup. Service Master by Cornerstone. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. All right, well, they asked me this morning on the national show what, uh, how Memphians feel about uh, this latest turn of events with John Morant. And so I figured I'd ask, how do Memphians feel about it? Jeffrey, who's, uh, who are we talking to first? Jeff, we start with our friend Frank at the Skybox in Cairo. Frank, you're on. Frank? Hey, Jeff, how goes it? Um, you know, I'm, I'm just as shocked as everybody else. I mean, I'm, you're thinking, oh, my God, this is, are you insane or what? Do you have a, a, a deeper issue? But there again, I agree with kind of what you were saying earlier. You know what? What exactly is it that he that they would say that he did wrong? Wonder if he had a Christmas card that he sent out and he's got two Glocks strapped on. 
Does he get in trouble for that or suspended? I mean, what exactly? It's elect, 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 he's elected as a state rep, Frank. That's what happens then. <laughs> well, I mean, the NRA either, you know, comes to that, his that, has, a, comes to his defense, and people say you can't pry guns out of his hands. Don't come for my guns, and he gets elected. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not. I, look, I don't want to get into a political issue. Today. I know, I know, gonna, I we're know. not going to agree on that. Yes, but I'm just saying, I, I agree with you to some. What, what did he exactly do wrong? Well, what he did what wrong. Say, he, what he, would here's, you here's, say? Here's, what what, what I would say wrong. wrong is he represented the the league. He did what he knew he was not allowed to do. That's what he did. You, it, it's not. There's nothing criminal that he did. He broke the rules laid down by his employer, and he represented Great. his employer. He represents Agreed. a two billion dollar industry or something like that. And now on the Today Show, they are talking about John Morant, and that's not what the people who own the NBA teams want. And right, so and that's I'm not what defending he did it. Wrong. I'm not defending it. I just, right. I just thought yeah. it was a good but point. It is an interesting, it's an interesting question. It is, it is, to me, one of the essential questions. If he is going to get some long suspension, what for exactly? Thank oh, you, Frank. Yeah, Appreciate I, it. Bye, buddy. Thanks. Yep, bye. I thought I had Frank there on my, on my side on guns for a minute. I should have known better. Uh, 4450929, who's next? Jeff, we go to Steven. He's on Germantown Parkway. Steven, you're on. Steven. Hey, Jeff. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, oh, so, oh, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now. Okay. Uh, so I was, I was saying, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed with Jaw, but at the same time, I'm disappointed with the Grizzlies. After the first thing, if they want him to represent his brand, they need to go and get him an accountability buddy, kind of like what Jerry Jones did with uh, Elliot, Ezekiel Elliott when he first got in the league. You know, he made some dumb moves, and so they went and got him someone to make sure he stayed – represents the Cowboys brand right. So, you know, the Grizzlies should have done that after the whole Denver incident. I I I, I suspect if the if if John Morant would have allowed a accountability buddy to be with him, the Grizzlies would happily pay for one twenty four hours a day. Yes. Um the, in the end you can't force someone, you know, and Ja clearly did not sink in to such an extent. Um or or he wouldn't be doing what he's doing. But I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, Stephen. Uh, 445-0929, 445-0929. Who's next? Jeff, let's go to Tony in West Point, Georgia. Tony, you're on. What's going on, Jeff? Hey, Tony, how are you? Yeah, look, I I feel bad for for John and Grizzlies because, I mean, it's 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 an ignorant move. But at the same time, it makes you kind of wonder if it's a double standard in this country. I mean, what is he wasn't on a grizzly on the Grizzlies property. Clearly, yes, he is under contract and he does represent the Grizzlies. But to make him look as if he's a thug or something, because that's what he's going to be labeled as. When you clearly just stated, which I feel the same way, when I see Tennessee politicians or any other politicians throughout the country with their kids, with pink guns and blue guns, and their wife got their guns and. It's funny. Or it's my Second Amendment right. But what about your First Amendment right? So I, I, I said that the last time when I talked to you about this. I'm a Memphian, and, but at the same time, I work for the federal government. I would dare not bring a gun on their property. But it doesn't mean I can't have a gun. Now, maybe what I need to learn is quit putting your business out on social media. But at the same time, he has a huge following because they like what he do. And all of the sponsors like what he does as well because they're able to sell their products. So I don't understand why it's a double standard in this country, but, oh, yeah, again, I do. Because if I don't look like the majority, I got to follow the rules and shut up and dribble, which I take issue with in a lot of ways, that you got to play by rules even when you're not at work. Thank you, Tony. That's kind of a – that's not American. I appreciate it. Thanks very much. Um, it's an interesting question of what 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 employers employers do though. Like employers, um, employers do have the, the way. In the end, you represent them, even when you're not at work, has mattered historically to employers uh, everywhere, particularly if you're significant. And so, um, you know, we've seen this. Kyrie was suspended for linking. 
to a movie. Yes. <laughs> right? Like That's being sold so, on Amazon. So, so if you're, that's literally being sold on Amazon. So we're talking about Second Amendment rights. They were talking about First Amendment rights. He was literally suspended for linking to a movie and then not disavowing it. And you would say, what do you mean? He, he's, he can tweet what he wants, whatever movie he wants. He doesn't have to disavow that. What are you talking about? First Amendment right to believe, and, and, and it's not like some, 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 it's a movie that is sold on Amazon. Correct. And he was suspended for it. Um, in the end, you're representing your employer. Having said that, the larger question of, is there a double standard in this country? 100% there is. Like, once upon a time, gun control was very popular. Black Panthers showed up, I think it was at the, the state house in California with guns. And like the next day, California, <laughs> California uh, passed gun control legislation. People are a lot more comfortable with some people holding guns than other people holding guns. And is there a double standard? A hundred percent there's a double standard. 445 445-0929. 445-0929 is the phone number. We'll take your calls. Jeff, let's go to James in Midtown. James, you are on. Hey, James. James. We're missing James. James once. James. James twice, that's what George Lapidus used to say. James three times. Ah, say no James. I think we have to get rid of James. We tried, James. We tried. Think anything's wrong with our phones, Jeffrey? I don't know. 445 is the phone number. Who's next? Jeff, we go to Chris in East Memphis. Chris, you're on. Hey, how y'all doing? Good. Whew. Worked. Thanks, Chris. Glad to have you. Thank you, thank you. Um, you know, I just want to say that um very, very disappointed in Ja. Um, you know, after the first time, you know, he went to, you know, therapy. He did the interview with Jalen Rose. He apologized. And everybody was optimistic about him bouncing back from this. Now he does the same thing twice. And I think that I don't, I know I don't want to see any interviews this summer with Jalen Rose, no interviews with Malik Andrews, no apologies. I just want him to come back and play ball whenever he's able to play and and just show us that, you know, he's changed because right now we can't believe what he says. He has to show us on the court. And, you know, to the last caller about, you know, being able to, you know, do what you want to do uh, outside of work, I mean, that's all well and good, especially in Tennessee, but he just can't put it on social media. So he has a maturity issue. He needs to grow up and, and get that stuff off the Internet and just keep his life private. Are you optimistic? I'm I'm optimistic that he can get it together. Um, I really would like uh, Desmond Bain and Jaron Jackson Jr. to kind of like step up and and just be more a part of his life outside of basketball because you know those three are the core three in the future of the Grizzlies, and I think if, I think those two guys are very mature and they carry themselves appropriately off the court. And I think maybe if they got more involved with Ja, maybe you know they'll rub off on Ja. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Phone number is 445-0929-445-0929. Taking your calls on the latest with John Morant. Who's next? Jeff, let's go to Ed from Nashville. He's in town today, though. Ed. Hey, guys. Listen, uh, enjoy your show whenever I'm here. Uh, listen, it's not a constitutional question. It, it, it's a question. Uh, it's about optics. Really? I mean, listen, and jaw is the problem. It's not the people he's running with. Look, I practiced law for 30 years, guys. Let me tell you. It's never who you think it is. It's not the people he's running with. It's Ja. Ja is the problem. It's like Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston. Bobby said, hey, it wasn't me. It was Whitney. All along, it's Ja. He needs to grow up. And I hate to say it, guys. I love the team. I like the core. I, I want Memphis and the Grizzlies to succeed. But Ja needs to sit down for a whole year. I'm sorry. That's the only way he's going to get it. Sit him down. No pay. And then let him come back next year or the year after next. Hey, enjoy the show. You Thanks, guys enjoy yourself. It. Have a good day. It, it is absolutely true. We point out that Devontae Pack was at all the places where there were trouble. So was Ja. Yeah. Like, so was Ja. Uh, it's easy to blame other people. Gilbert Arenas, of course, got 50 games once upon a time. Uh, he got it. He had a gun in the locker room. Yes, that, on property. On property. That, you know, that, that, and even there, he said that he sat down with – this is what I was talking about before. Like, in the end, you don't – these – these punishments are disciplinary actions are somewhat negotiated. Like, or, or like they sat down and, and David Stern said, listen, 
you will accept this 50-game punishment or I'm coming for your contract. At that moment, Gilbert Arenas was no, Gilbert Arenas was no longer worth his actual contract, right? And so he said, all right, I'll take the 50 games. John's not going to get 50 games. He's not going to sit down for a whole year. And I'll be interested to see what they ultimately do because I think there will be some question of what they're disciplining him for. Um, but I think a suspension is in order. Four four five zero nine two nine. Who's next? Jeff, we got a Ron in East Memphis. Ron, you are on. What's going on, fellas? How we doing this morning? I'm good, Ron. You? Man, I'm not doing good, man. Um, <laughs> Understandable. It's, it's, it's just one thing after another, man. Um, when are we gonna get some good press, man? When are we gonna hear something? Well, wait, hold on. Did you not hear about Jaron Jackson just today? We, tw- nah, I just nah. tweeted it out. Jaron Jackson Jr. Uh, was uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. was. <laughs> Uh, nominated as one uh, is a finalist, a finalist, one of okay. the five NBA, one of the NBA players who are finalists for the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Social Justice Award for doing all kinds of fabulous things in the community. So there you go. There's your good news. So, okay, that's great. Yeah, I feel better. I feel that's great. But who's the face of the franchise right now? That'd be Ja. And who's making the whole franchise look bad nationwide right now? And that, would, that, would, that would be Ja. Okay. So if it's all pointing to Ja, and I, and I do believe it's your people that's around you, it's your environment, what you're listening to, all that plays a part in. So if, if he's not able to control his, his decisions and his choices when he's being influenced by the people that he's allowing to be around him, how can we expect him to make great choices about the decisions on the court or when he's amongst other peers that may be playing NBA young boy. I just think all of that needs to be controlled. Like if no one has any structure around him of how he should be, what he should be indulging in at a time where he should be mostly focused on trying to be better. Like, the but, okay, but hold on. Let me, yeah. Let's take yesterday. Take Saturday. What, what could okay. the Grizzlies have done Saturday to prevent that happening? Nothing. That's not the. That's not the Grizzlies' responsibility. That's, that's not what I'm saying. It's anybody's not anybody's like... responsibility, but the people that he's allowing to be around him. If you if you are a two hundred million dollar guy, and the well being of your security depends on my future or the people that he's involved with, his family's future, why are they exposing him to things that could influence him negatively? I just don't understand it. His dad, his mom, his mom called him up to the mall to handle a yes, situation yeah, when you got a husband. Yeah. You have a husband. Why is your not your husband going up there? Here's, the, here's the problem. We, we always we blamed all those people the last time. Like we're like, oh, why does his mom call him? Why did they call him to Houston High School? Why did they like at some point it's got to be Jaws' decision to say exactly. you can't be around me if you have your you know. We can't ever go live on social media. Let's just make that a rule. If you're around me, if someone else catches me, some stranger from far away, well, that's – but it, it, my people, we cannot ever go live. And, he can uh, go live, but what is he doing on the live? Or, or that, he, or, or, or we can't have a gun in the car. Let's, let's not have yeah. a gun in the car. But you can't do both. It's really pretty simple. You can go live, you can have a gun in the car, it's you can't go live with doing. a gun in the car. It's and ridiculous. I'm going live and I'm, and I'm passing out hams and turkeys to oh, that's it. That's the it. unprovisioned. Yeah, we need more it. hams and turkeys and fewer <laughs> Glocks. Thank you. Appreciate it. Four four five zero nine two nine. Hams and turkeys, please. Uh, who do we got next? Jeff, we got Clay and Olive Branch. Clay, you're on. Hey, Clay. Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? We're good. Hey, look, look, look here. It's obvious. When I saw Job ja, when he went to the All-Star game and he was turning up a bottle of Casamigos mm. on live video, and every time I look, I see his dad. I, You know, that was a red flag for me. I see his dad with a cup in his hand and dark shades. So it's obvious the guy comes from a socially dysfunctional family. And, you know, that's going to – I hope he has the opportunity for them to adjust to, to the new fame and the new wealth and, and, and learn that uh, you got to carry a, yourself in a certain manner. But the part that really really uh, upsets me is if Luka Doncic or, or uh, Nikola Jokic had a video brandishing guns and a red hat saying, make America great again, and the NBA actually told, calm down, calm down. 75% of America would, 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 would tear the 
NBA a park. That's their constitutional right. They can have a gun. But America feels so uncomfortable when, when young black men have guns. They just feel so uncomfortable. And, that, and, and that's not fair to him on that issue because he hasn't shot anyone. He hasn't robbed a bank. He's just brandishing a weapon. That that, but, you know, that that is 100%. All, all that is 100% true and something I, that I have pointed out. And uh, you can argue that the NBA's rules, like why does the NBA not – if we're saying, okay, well, this is the reason this is wrong is because the NBA doesn't want to be represented like this. Why doesn't re- the NBA want to be represented like this? Why? Know, because because this. Exactly, you're exactly it's right. Because they know that people are – that white people are uncomfortable with, with right. uh, eight, 21-year-old, 23-year-old black people with a gun. Yeah, there's right. you're exactly right. I, I agree with you 100%. That's, that's what the NBA rules are grounded on. And 80% of the fans, if you cut the TV on, look at the, who's buying the tickets. So you got to right. cater to that. That, that's, that, so is, a, that is true. It's a racial thing, man, I'm just telling you, and a stupid stupidity thing on his part. And a stupid, let's, let, let's not leave that. that out. It can both be a double standard and see the hypocrisy and everything else, and we can we can acknowledge that and acknowledge that it was right. moronic of him to do it. Like, we, uh, he, he wasn't absolutely. standing up for some great right. He was just being an idiot, like, at the time. So, and reckless. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, if you're on, we'll get to you. If you're on, we'll get to you. Otherwise, we probably... Uh, we need to take. We're gonna have to get to Chris Harrington coming up next. Hang on, if, if you're on four four five. I'm not gonna give the number out again because we're just gonna take the people who are already on. Jeffrey, go ahead. Who we got next? Jeff, let's go to Jock in Midtown. Jock, you're on. Hey, Jack. Hey guys, how's it going? We're good. You know, as I listen to you know a lot of the stuff that was already said, I, I agree with some of it. I don't agree with. I think it's a jaw issue. I think jaw has the people around him that kind of like say yes to whatever he wants to do. I don't necessarily think he's always being influenced by other guys. I think he's an influencer himself. Then it's a morality issue. It's a morality clause. The NBA has a right to have a morality clause. I've been in uh, broadcast journalism all my all my career, and there's morality clauses in my contract. So that's what the situation is. They have a right to do that. I, I don't disagree I with that. He, What's immoral about holding a gun, though, in America? I, I'll just admit, I'll be devil's it, advocate not, here. It, I agree. I'm a gun owner. I, I have a gun. I'm a gun owner. I, I, so what's it, what's it, the morality there? The right well, because you, it's an image thing. And so the Great. NBA is a family-friendly environment. They want to, you know, they, they want to have families and kids and things like that involved, and that's fair. So he has to really look at the fact that what he's doing could hurt that image. It's all about branding. Yep. You know, it, it's about branding. And so that's what I – it's a double standard. You got six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. That's what that, – that's my opinion. All right. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. Who do we got? Who are we wrapping up? We got three more here. Three more on the line, I think. Go ahead. Jeff, let's go to Deborah in East Memphis. Deborah, you're on. Hello, Deborah. Hey, how are you? We're okay. Um, uh, I want to speak uh, to you. From an old lady's perspective. Good. That's what I've been waiting for. You got for all this of the young men calling yep. in and talking about it and talking about from the NBA perspective. Uh-huh. Um, John has a lot of, he's got a lot of older women fans. Uh, a lot of older black women watch the NBA. They love the NBA, they love John. And he has a lot of young fans. That's what I see in the stores when I go in Kroger or uh, Trader Joe's. I see older women in John Morant T-shirts or young kids in John Morant T-shirts. It's an image thing. He has to know that he is pre- he, he's projecting the wrong image. Memphis actually does not need further negative gun energy. Clearly, uh, 100% is right. Thank you. I appreciate the old lady perspective, Deborah. <laughs> uh, the uh, <laughs> there was a uh, there was a I saw a meme recently, and a guy was sitting there at a chair, and it was like it said there was a sign that said "Old Coots Giving Advice," and I thought I could re- rename my radio show that because I'm the old man perspective mm-hmm. here as well. But she, what what she's right about is that the the amazing thing is, and I I don't think he thinks about these terms, the power that he has to do good with, because of his celebrity? Like Jade Rogers, who's been a friend of the show and we've had on, sure. whatever, has cerebral palsy and whatever else. And she got her jaw shoes two weeks ago and she posted a picture of them and she's just delighted. Like, this is a woman who can barely make a, you know, has a hard time, it's an effort for her to walk. 
And, um, and she's thrilled to put on her Josh shoes because of his incredible gifts and the power of his celebrity and the, his power to inspire. And instead, he's utterly thoughtless and reckless about that. And, and, and it, we do not need in this community, we just don't, we don't need superstars modeling reckless gun behavior. It's freaking totally irresponsible. Um, and on top of everything else, we'll take two more. Who do we got? Jeff, we got Lewis in Germantown. Lewis, you're on. Hey, Lewis. Hey, what's going on, Jeff? We're good. Uh, my thing is, I think the NBA is trying to have its cake and eat it, too. Uh-huh. You, the best of your talent is coming from impoverished areas where these young guys are in gang-riddled areas, drug-dealing areas. I mean, you even have players like John Wall and Russell Westbrook who threw gang signs up after they make a big score. 